Yeah. I don't have Welcome to Earth, episode four. Five. Four. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, continuing conversation on customer service. It's not my story time, although it's kind of a joint story time. Yeah, I mean, we're going we're gonna to share together. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't have any more Dutch Brothers stories. <laughs> well, that's probably a good thing. I haven't been since the last episode. Oh, Lord. Really? Look at you doing good. Yeah, I'm trying. Well, you know, caffeine. my debit card got stolen, so I had no way of, re, you know, re-upping. And yeah, caffeine. And then I just don't, I can't get cash. So I was just like, fuck it. I'll just not spend money. Well, how that worked out. Got my card back. It's like, <laughs> as fast as can be. It's like melting. <laughs> Yeah, and it doesn't look like a debit card. What does it look like? A hotel key? It does look like a hotel key. <laughs> yeah. All you viewers can't see this, but for our, our audience watching, this is the new debit card. It looks like a hotel key. It does. It does. Yeah, hooker. I am. Yeah. Okay, so um, no Dutch Brothers stories. However, we tried a new place yesterday, didn't we? Yes, we did. I don't want to drop a place. Yeah, let's not drop a name. I don't want to no, drop we a name. Won't. It was a foot place. I will tell you my experience experience with the foot was awesome it made me realize how much i probably do need to detox <laughs> yeah all your your liver problems and your smoking yeah and i'm like how did that come into play my son free like, radicals free radicals is what i'm looking at yeah know, all that bad stuff you're putting in your body so keegan looks at it and he's like mom what is this so i explained it to him right and he's like smoking he's like have you been smoking and i was like no dude i have not been smoking why that's associated with all this i don't know well because it's toxins in your body well yeah it seeped through my skin the three hours i was with you well that's your own damn fault you should wear long sleeves <laughs> i had to wash my hair like four times yeah that's why i only go when it's shampoo day <laughs> yeah that's a, that's another story i have to tell you about my question i got from my husband about why we do that <laughs> whatever okay, okay whatever so we we're we sidetracked too hard That's okay. so we went to this foot place and we did foot detoxes and the little dude at the counter he was nice he was nice he was very nice overly nice but he was like an awkward nice where he's like he didn't quite have life together it's one of those situations where you're like are we about to get TMI <laughs> Yes, yes, he totally, yeah, I feel like he would have overshared. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he handed me that for me. He was like, oh, just fell, you know, your name, number, whatever. And then he hands you the tablet. And I'm like, yeah. I should get the tablet. Like, <laughs> I should just sign the paper, too. Like, well, it's yeah, and then hard. it had the little bumper protection on it. I was like, did you borrow this from your child? Is there a child <laughs> sitting back there? And then he hands <clears> it to me. He's like, or you hand it to me. Like, oh, you have to fill it out, too. Which I filled mine out online when I made the appointment. Oh. So, like, mine was already done. But he hands it to me, and I go, and I, like, go to hit register for yours so that yours processes, and it dies. Yeah. (laughs) For one, you didn't check that. And he's like, they just opened. They'd been open for an hour, right? Oh, I thought you meant, like, that day was the first time they'd ever opened. No, 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 no. No, they'd been open for, like, an hour. So you figure, like, these are things that you would check, like, make sure the person at night. Like I said, it had kid bumpers on it, so I'm sure it's probably somebody's child's. No, it's probably the company's. I don't know. And they just put that on there because so many people have to handle it. Like, what if somebody drops it? That's the only one you got. So it dies, and he's, like, hitting the button. And I was like, oh, man, I broke it. And then he, like, takes it and tosses it on the counter. He's like, oh, it died. And then he, we're sitting on the couch waiting, and there's a TV hanging on the wall, and he turns it on, and it is loud as fuck. 
I didn't hear it. I didn't. Okay, I was sitting right under the speaker, so it was loud. So it did startle me. And then he cracks some joke about, like, oh, I was secretly hoping it would scare you. Like, creeper. Dude. Super creeper. What are you doing? He said something else before that, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, then he went into, like, the shows that he likes watching. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he does parkour. What is that? It's where people, like, jump and do flips and stuff, and they jump off things and, like, jump up things. and It's called parkour? Yeah. Yeah, we're just seeing those little, like, joke videos where people just, like, do a half-ass jump, and they're like, parkour! <laughs> or they, like, jump off a chair, and they're like, parkour! No. I'm oh. a three-year-old. I'm not on my phone that much. It was like, you lie! Well, I'm not on video watching. I'm not like my uh, husband. It, it was like a, it was like an early 2000s, mid-2000s, like, huge trend. Oh, yeah, I didn't have a cell phone then. Strand. I watched videos. So. My life was easier. Um, so there is, there is so much thing is too much. The boundaries. The boundaries of customer service. At what point are you friendly but not overly friendly? Like, it's one thing to compliment somebody on something of their appearance, not necessarily. Oh, yeah, he liked your hair. Yeah, he did like, I'm telling you, the statistics of people liking my hair now is increasing with the men and less with the women. Yeah. And it's getting more frequent with the men the lighter my hair gets <laughs> when it was so blue and so purple. Not so much. Yeah, this like faded pastel mermaid you got going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about mixing brown in it instead of pink. I don't know. I haven't decided. I told you. I sent you those pictures. What was brown and blue? Oh, and yeah. I was like, this is what you need to do. Yeah, Less you blondes. Should, you should Hashtag re- hate on the blondes. Yeah, of course you would. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so where are the boundaries with customer service when it comes to being friendly or overly friendly? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you just know what yeah. makes you, you uncomfortable. Got, you got to read the room, man. You got to read the room. Like, just because you have colored hair and I have tattoos doesn't, and you couldn't even see my tattoos, so I don't even know. What made me seem approachable? It's your hair. My, my hoodie said nope. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's an ironic type thing. There's an irony to it. Maybe that's why. Oh, what did oh they, say? they like thought I was switching. hipster. There you go. Yeah. But I will tell you with that whole entire experience, um, the part that, that I struggled with was the whispering when we got into the room to actually go do. Oh, yeah. I could barely hear her, and I was trying to hear her, and then I apparently forgot things. She's like, put your sunglasses in the bucket. I was like, okay. And then I could I had a hard time sitting like that. That hurt my knee. Yeah, I had to like... I pushed my little bucket out as far as it would go. Yeah, I did the same thing. And, like, had to scoot down a little bit so then your head wasn't on, like, the pillowed area. Yeah, then my back started hurting. And I'm sitting here, instead of relaxing, going, (laughs) what the fuck is this 30 minutes up? (laughs) We're probably only halfway. We're probably, like, five minutes in. I'm in so much pain. (laughs) You could have stopped at any point. I could have, but I was like, no. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it it was definitely not what I was expecting. I was expecting to be, like, sitting yeah, like with your feet, like when you do and, a pedicure. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was expecting. Not laying down, and not at dark. Like as soon as I realized it was dark, I was like, mm, I can't talk. Well, you could. There was nobody else in there beside yeah, you. There was. I, she came at one in point, later. Yeah, at one point. And then that man went in before us for his like. Yeah, he specifically asked for a private room for his everything massage. Hey, there is a sign on the door that says oh, yeah. "No Happy Endings." Oh, that was the With best. a little police officer yes, on it. that was the best. You walk Dude. up to the door. This place has no happy endings. <laughs> In quotations, no happy endings. <laughs> this shit was awesome. It was great. Yes. But anyways, I mean, other than that, I mean, and I don't know what happened because by the time we left, I mean, what, 40 minutes that mm-hmm. whole thing took? 
Home dude was leaving. He was like, hey, yeah, sorry. Yes. Hope you had a nice time. Bye. And he was like out the door. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't really pay that much attention. I don't know. Well, when we came out, that like lady was. Well, I saw the little lady that we paid with. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, there is a thing. Is too much. You read. You read the room. You got to read the room. Some people don't read the room. You got to read the room. I mean, I understand some people don't have the ability to read the room either. I understand that. But maybe you shouldn't be working in a front desk. Well, there's that, and then you got to think about your clients. You know, you've dealt with some clients where you. What, what was the story that happened not too long ago? Oh, poor, poor our pen situation. The whole pen oh. situation where the husband and wife owned the company and the wife basically took no responsibility for any of the problems and then just decided to divulge all the business issues they're having. Yes. Yeah. So that's customer service, I guess, in reverse. <laughs> like, I don't care if you didn't properly train your employees. I just want my shit. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. So there's definitely, I mean, it's a fine line. Yeah, we don't I, need I, a I dan- story. I dance on the line often. Dance on the line. Yeah, but you don't ever say anything that's super inappropriate. And I can usually tell if I'm making somebody uncomfortable, and then I'll make a comment about making them uncomfortable to make it more uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 No, yesterday I was just uncomfortable. You kept engaging, and I was trying to ignore. (laughs) That was the problem. You egged it on so he didn't shut up. (laughs) He wasn't going to shut up anyways. He wasn't. Yeah. Like, he didn't have to make a comment about scaring me. He could have just been like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was that loud. And then oh. just gone about his business. But, yeah. This is a Taylor Lautner movie. Parkour in it. I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is that, like, if you work front desk, flirting is not necessarily, like, customer service. Carrying on a conversation. Is that flirting? I'm pretty sure it was his flirting. Oh. He has mommy issues. <laughs> okay. Lord. Okay. So, yeah, if anyone's got a fun story. So, basically, keep personal information to yourself. Be be kind and funny and nice if you want, but, yeah, no TMI. So, let's talk about your wonderful booking skills or lack thereof. No. You suck. Maybe you're not suck. You're getting close. No. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. How many events in a day are we booking now? Like six? Two? How many? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> It's definitely two not for two. most days, but some of them don't count because they're basically like a sit it and forget it. It's still an event. It still counts, especially if you have to change anything. Yeah, but you don't. You reset chairs. Stick a person with the soundboard. Yeah, I mean, I trained you, but I'm not sure that you took did my you? training. I did. I talked to you about it. We you talked. talked to me about it. We trained. I told you the things you have to consider as you're looking at the whole week. Mm-hmm. How many flips you got to do mm-hmm. with the staffing have, that we dude, have. I got run of shows for months. Literally. Yeah, I do. I like have the events and I'm like, okay, this room stays the same for the first three weeks and then the last week it changes. Literally. Yeah. If you look at it at a whole, I can bring it to you. I got a spreadsheet. <laughs> That's what you've been working on all this time is this spreadsheet? No. It's written in a notebook, but I can put it in a spreadsheet <laughs> if that's easier. I can make a PowerPoint. <laughs> you don't know how to use PowerPoint or Excel. Yeah. Huh? Well, you know how to use Excel, but you don't know how to use PowerPoint. I know the basics of PowerPoint, okay? I can make, like, slides. I can make slides. All right. I can make them transition, like how in the 90s it was like, doo-doo-doo, coming out of the corner. People still do it. 
That's yeah. downside. They haven't updated PowerPoint. Okay, so let's talk <laughs> let's talk booking in general. Let's talk booking in general. All right. So let's say let's say you have a event. Well, we could take today's event, for example. <laughs> a setup day. Then you also have to consider teardown. And if you're doing a flip for later on, you know, or multiple flips. Like, where in your mind do you draw the line and say, I have to say no to this one? Like, at one point, if you're looking at at a September calendar, let's say any September calendar, (laughs) and you already know there's three or four events on one date. I said no earlier today. (laughs) You don't always have to say yes. We've talked about this. Yes. Listen, you don't, I yes, said no when, earlier today because I looked That was the best thing we ever September. heard. When did you, saying yes all the time become the standard in yeah. customer service for booking? When? I don't know. That was the best. Before me. No. <laughs> you don't hey, have to listen, say yes. I said no earlier today. That's one day out yeah. of how many? I said no. One day out of how many? I said no. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I it said no. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but that's a event I would rather have than the ones that are on the books probably. No. They're, gonna, they're still going to do it. They just moved it to October. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Okay. But and I was like, okay, like, September 11th, we're not book- we're, I'm not booking anything on September 11th. That's ridiculous. Unless it's September 11th related, right? We like, always do events on September 11th. We're not going to. <laughs> um, Who's driving the ship this day, these days? <laughs> And then football. Because if there's a way to generate revenue, we're doing an event. And then football. Okay. Right? And then looking at September as a whole, it's already pretty busy. So, like, who's going to want to work on Saturday? You. Who's Saturday? You. <laughs> nope. You. <laughs> I mean, I will. Mm-hmm. You uh, will. <laughs> I know I will. Um, so then I had already given them dates for October for Saturday. Right? They didn't. They hadn't asked about September before. Looking at September as a whole, I was like, mm, "Yeah, probably not a good idea to book anything after this super busy week that we're fixing to have." Right, right. So my thought process wasn't too jacked up. It's still slightly. You're gonna burn out all the staff. No. And then when you get burnt out and you're like, "I need more than one mental health day a month," I'm gonna look at you and be like, "Sorry, Flo, it's your no, own fault." I just need one. Because if you look at it, September and October, super busy. November, meh. December, meh. November never is. First week usually does. Like, January, meh. February, holy shit. <laughs> you know, that's if everybody month. could stop wedding the same dates, like, I don't know what's special. What is so special about those, like, two weeks in February that everybody wants? What's going on? School's already what started. What is so special? They've given people a time to acclimate to being back in classes, and then they start. Do the first week of February. Wait, but do the first week of March. Okay. You need to simmer because <laughs> you overbook one month, and now you're like, pick a different day. <laughs> well, I just don't understand why everybody wants, like, what? There's got, I don't know, is like, is everybody's brain linked up, and they're all like, oh, this is a good day. Sometimes. So I want to look at it from a a different perspective. So if you book, maybe not so much the booking skills and lack of skills for booking, but let's say you work for a venue where you book events, but they have an in-house caterer they're required to use. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't communicate the bookings that they make to said caterer ever. So, like, they don't find out till like, a week before the event or two weeks before the event. Or a couple of days before the yes, event. Yes, or that. Yeah. So, let's, let's look at booking skills from that side. How would, if you were that caterer, communicate to that person that they suck, <laughs> for one? And two, how to communicate better? Because, yeah, that's, that's just bad communication skills. One of the places my dad used to work as a banquet chef had issues with that all the time. The lady booking the weddings and booking the events would never tell him three or four days before the event. She'd be like, oh, hey, did you did you get the menu? What's the menu for this event? And he's like, what are you talking about? That wasn't part of my ordering. You never told me. So then he was scrambling last minute to put together a menu. That right there is something I feel like we have to talk about is the fact that people booking events don't understand how early you really truly need to talk to a caterer mm-hmm. because they don't just have the food on hand 24-7 and you pick, especially if you're doing custom menus. Yeah. They're going to order in. So you have to give them, most of the time, if they're going to order for your event, well, scheduling, you know, staffing is always an issue. Um, I would say at minimum, I think we always used to do two weeks because it gives them a week to figure out what they're going to do, what the yeah. menu is, and then a week to order and then come in and also prepare the food. So, you know, telling someone the day, it's not like going to a restaurant. They just don't keep inventory in stock for certain yeah. things. Well, that's the thing, restaurant, yeah, sure, maybe a little bit, because mm-hmm. they're only serving those things on the menu. Right. <laughs> it's not a custom menu anytime somebody orders. Um, yeah, I don't know. Whenever I get a booking and they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna use this caterer, I usually wait about a week, you know, if it's like within the month. Mm-hmm. You know, wait a week. If I don't hear anything from the caterer that they chose, I reach out to them. I'm just like, hey, are y'all doing this event? <laughs> Have y'all heard anything? And then sometimes they hadn't. And so then they can reach out and be like, hey, what's going on, guys? Y'all need some food? Well, the thing that hurt that, too, is the ability to online book for catering. It's yeah. because they don't have a cutoff. Now, they can block out windows on certain catering, you know, programs on the calendar so they can't book something and then of course the client then goes down a downward spiral of freaking out and who are they going to use when they put it off put it off put it off Mm -hmm. so like as soon as you confirm what you're doing and you confirm with the speakers and everything the next people you should be communicating with is your facility and your caterer Mm -hmm. and then the other stuff you can figure out as you go but you have to get on people's radar so coming back to the booking skills do I need to start attending event meetings so I know what the fuck is going on and take you, control back? You said you didn't want to know what was going on. Well, I don't, because, but I'm concerned about what you're doing to the rest of our staff. You're going to burn them out. September's going to be scary. No, September's going to be fine. There's going to be plenty of days that the staff can take off. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay. Well, that's fun. All right, so yeah. at least you've figured it out, <laughs> slowly figuring it out. Okay, so let's branch off that and talk about events that are overplanned. In the sense that you don't listen to the experts or you try to plan for every possible freaking scenario and it's just not necessary. And then forget the water. (laughs) Okay, so I only briefly know about this, so you have to fill me in. No, I mean, 
hey, I'll have breakfast. And you have like coffee and orange juice, no water. Like some people like to do, I know they're out there. They like to drink water in the morning. It's very weird. It's a strange concept to me, but they do like to drink water in the morning. Maybe they assume because there's a water fountain? Yeah. But people like, yeah, I don't know. There were people walking around with bottles of water asking where the water fountains were so they could fill them up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's all it is. Like, there's water with with some of your day. Like, when you get a break, you can have water. You can't have water in the morning. We didn't order water. (laughs) But, yeah, we planned for, like, 400 people. Was that the final number? I thought it was like 800. The final number was like 250, yeah, 250, 260, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so in the sense of overplanning, let's use set event as an example. This started, what, a year and a half ago? <laughs> yeah. A year and a half ago. So my problem with certain events is when you for go to a facility. All right, they tell you what capacities are, right? And they tell you specifically that let's say you have – I don't know, 1,100 seat theater or auditorium, whatever you may have. But the space that you have available to feed people is only like 500. At what point does it register that you probably can't do the meals here if you're going to have 1,100 people? If you're not going to well, do why can't we do reception? them outside? They don't pay for a tent. <laughs> they don't pay for a tent. That's an extended cost, which honestly, this group has money, so that really shouldn't have been no problem. But they don't want to pay for a tent because it's the summer and we don't know what the weather's going to be like. I mean, it's beautiful out. It's beautiful, yeah. yeah they could I definitely mean, you outside. wouldn't have even needed a tent today. Probably not. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so you start from the beginning. You're planning this event basically six months to a year out, which is not very often that I have to deal with people like that. <laughs> but when you're dealing with, like, four different entities, you know, security has a part and you know there's a person who likes to be the in-between doesn't really have a role but she makes herself important more like she just makes herself a pain in the ass and then you have the organization that's actually hosting the event trying to do it in conjunction with somebody else um i don't do events by committees very well (laughs) ever ever (laughs) not even small ones no not even yeah i don't do committees well in fact if i feel like it's a committee that's happening i'm definitely passing that event off i just can't because there's too, too many people trying to make decisions when one person just needs to be the end all. Mm-hmm. And there's never anybody willing to do that. Because, God forbid, something goes wrong and then it comes back, well, you said this and you said that and, you know, whatever. We got to be a democracy here. Yeah. All right. All right. So we're over planning. Um, they're telling you that you're not going to be able to, you know, accommodate 1,100 people to feed them. You've given them alternative alternative options. Um, but those options aren't good enough because it requires, I know I should like, I talk with my hands. Um, those alternative options are not good enough because it doesn't keep everybody same location. Busing would be just too hard. And then with security and credentials and having to rescan people and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Again, overcomplicating it. The biggest concern was the amount of people that the traffic that would come through that building. Let's say that building is a standalone and they rented the whole facility. Ain't nobody coming through that building but you. <laughs> Ain't nobody coming through that building but you. So what are you worried about? <sighs> months and months of going back and forth and no one making a decision. And I just, you know, you're it's overkill. And at some point it's just like, we got it. We can do it. Just make a decision and roll with it. Yeah. 
Because then you get to the days. But also lower your numbers. Yes. Yes. Lower <laughs> your numbers. Be more realistic. Like, for an event as such, I can't imagine, especially during all the COVID shit we've been dealing with. Even if, if even if you take that scenario out of the mix, if it's not a concert, like a concert or the what, the concrete event in Vegas, yes, the concrete expo. I don't think you're gonna get 1,100 people in one place on this specific topic. I'd be very shocked. So I mean that's you know far reaching, but at what point do you just say, okay, well pump the brakes, like cut me out of the loop, <laughs> which I did. And I passed it on because I just couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> to probably one of the better people that can handle just a little bit more patience. Than yes. You. Good Lord, I have zero patience anymore. <laughs> but the thing, the thing that's frustrating is when you over plan things like this, you can do it in a nice way where it's easy to communicate and have an actual conversation and discuss things. But when you decide to just be like a massive bitch and shove the stick further and further up your ass, no, like I'm done. I, nothing you say to me will make me want to be nicer to you. I want to see their communication matrix. <laughs> like, what was their risk management planning? What did that look like? Who knows? I don't think they even did it. I think they left it to the security experts here to figure that out. Because at one point we were doing stuff in, in, <laughs> in said facility, and then we were going to be moving them to breaking the group into different small breakouts because we didn't have the space to accommodate the individual. Which know. means it shouldn't have been here. I kept trying <laughs> to say that. It's fine. It's fine, man. That's we're the moving problem. forward. No, we are moving, we're moving forward. forward. But that's what I'm saying. So when you're not listening to the experts that are telling you this is great, we would love to support this. However, this is not something that's necessarily conducive to doing in this space because you don't necessarily fit in the space. It's like trying to put a round peg into a square hole or the other way around. Whatever. It's like is. me trying to get in my jeans this weekend, dude. I feel every morning <laughs> trying to get in my pants or rip the thigh out of them. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall when that happened. You were there. When it actually happened? Mm-hmm. Where was I? Was that you? No, it wasn't me. No, it was Jeff. You told me about... <laughs> My husband looks like a woman. I don't know the difference anymore. <laughs> well, I hardly see ever see either one of you, so... <laughs> That's a lie. Remember, work wife, I see you all the time. Yeah, so, but like... When do you listen to the experts? When do you actually, someone actually, a light bulb goes off and says, you know what, maybe we should be listening to these people because this is what they do for a living. This well, is their job. And it's the same thing in catering. Yes. Like when catering tells you we can't do this, you got to listen to them. Or if they recommend, hey, maybe have a different drink alternative for breakfast. Was that recommendation made? That was going to be my next question earlier. Well, I'm when I talked sure to you. it was. I don't know. Their sales team. <laughs> you, know? you never know. Um, you know, unless the client went in there and was like, I want this, 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 this. And there was like, no talk about it. If it's the client, I think it is, then probably. So, um, so yeah. And then it turns around and like makes catering look bad. And then everybody's like, oh, like the other place we were at, it was better. We should have had them. And then it's like a whole ordeal. And it's like, mm. Did they really say that we should have had them? No, but I'm just saying, like, a snowball effect. Well, yeah, absolutely. Or what if in it? Absolutely. But if you're doing an on-site catering at a hotel, and then you go off-site for a different portion of the said three-day conference, it's going to be different anyway. Yeah. Because it's off-site. Off-premise, people are taking shit with them Mm -hmm. versus making things in-house. Yeah. 
I'm not arguing with you about no, it. No, I know. I'm just saying. I'm educating our listeners, the three that we have. They already know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So overplanned events. Um, it's a pain in the ass and I hate it. Because then my well, favorite part too is at the end of it when shit goes wrong and you told them that was probably going to happen and they're like, oh, we should listen to you and be like, mm-hmm. Can we make you a poster? I can make you a poster where I told you so. <laughs> the diagram of all yeah, the times like, I told you so. This is, this is what I told you. This is what you said. This is where we didn't agree on anything. <laughs> and this is what went wrong. So if you've ever dealt with an overplanned event, who are the people that you feel like? Have you dealt with an overplanned event? I'm sure you have. Me? Yeah, you. I'm yeah. talking to you. Yeah, tons of committees. Okay. <laughs> Which portion of that committee, like what role is usually the, the issue? Like, is it marketing? Is it the actual client, the event planner? Or is it, you know, a boss of the event planner who has no idea how it works? Um, I feel who tends to be the more... Like it's the entire group because it's it all works together, right? Like either the boss... They don't work together. That's either, why there's well, issues. <laughs> so it's the whole team. <laughs> so if the boss who's calling all the shots would just make a decision versus having the team who doesn't want to speak up and say, no, that's wrong. <laughs> and so they just agree with what are, so why do you need, if they're just going to agree with you, why do you need them here? If yeah. they're just going to agree, they don't need to be here. You just make the decision. I, I can agree with you. Be like, yep, mm-hmm. one plus one is five. That's right. Let's go with it. Like, you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I think my favorite people are the marketing people. It's like they enable each other. They do. Yeah, I think my favorite is the marketing people because they always go to the extremes and you have to bring them back down to reality. Yeah. And they I just, felt. they don't get it. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Marketing is the worst, I feel. And yeah. then, you know, the event planner who's unwilling to say boo to their boss <laughs> or boo. to anyone. Yeah. You yeah. Know. No. No. No is an okay answer. So, yeah. Yes did That's not fun. become the end all in the events industry you do not have to say yes to everything no you have to be like politically correct about it you can find other alternatives you can find other ways to help provide a solution but there are some things that are just a flat out no like safety issues when people have to exit you cannot block exits (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah 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 good times so anyway so it's like an overplan event but they focus on all of these other areas and then forget the water for catering in the morning with breakfast. Yes. <laughs> like, why? Why? So they're they're focusing on all these other things and they just forget. Like, oh, we don't even know about that. Oh, parking? What's that? Like, not that that has happened recently. But, you know, there's like, you're focusing on so many other things that you're not actually focusing on the event. No. No. Which only leads me to believe that if you have to have a committee plan an event, then whoever your event planner is is not very qualified. Yeah. Did you get some certifications? Yeah. We got lots of them. We can know. We can tell you. All of them. All of them. Would not call myself an expert, though. No. Not an expert. Just uh, opinionated. Learn from <laughs> mistakes. Trial and error on the job. Mm, nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So no idea what we're talking about next time. Because we didn't really remember today anyway. So... For those listening, thanks for weeing it with us. We out? We out. We out. Deuces. Deuce.